Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Then we can find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. There's a role for Nicolas Cage. Just uh, he's like a toy maker and a children's uh, TV producer, and he's just the worst fucking of the worst. <laughs> How about him? He plays uh, Coyote Peterson in the uh, feature film. Oh my god, Coyote that would Peterson's be awesome! Life. I would absolutely <laughs> fucking watch that. Fifty-five-year-old Nicolas Cage playing fucking like twenty. Eight-year-old fucking yeah, coyote YouTube star, and he's just like fucking like way overdoing it, running around, <laughs> screaming. Yeah. And shit. Oh god, not the bees! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we already got it, man. All right, so this was a great Coyote Peterson episode. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Coming of Age. Welcome, welcome. Oh, that was a, that was a show, and now this is a show. And welcome to this it. The, this is the bonus episode on the end of the Coyote Peterson episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not even doing a movie. They're just <laughs> pitching, pitching a movie. <laughs> it sounds like they're just talking about how to make money really fast. We just start writing screenplays and all of our episodes are just those screenplays. Like, hey, somebody want to buy this? I already mailed the tape to myself. <laughs> Get it out there, man. Hey, everybody. Uh, you're with, you're with uh, Dan Joplin and Chase Cummins, and I'm Alan Loosebrock. That's right. That's the three of us. That's all of us. We're all, all of our names. We're all doing this. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, you are listening to the second episode of a series of Nicolas Cage. Dose yes. on dose. My favorite of the series. <laughs> yeah. This oh, year thus far. It's getting it's a lot. for you saying uh, second episode of season two, and then I said dose on dose, but you said second episode of Nicolas Cage. But it is also the second episode of season two. Of the season. So it is dose on dose. Dose, on, dose. on dose. Dose on dose. D and D. D You know the it to be true. D and D episode. Uh, but today we're talking about leaving Las Vegas. <sighs> And wow. I like to call it lost wages. <laughs> Did you spend money on this? I don't get the joke. <laughs> I paid for a Hulu subscription, so I kind of did lose money on this. Sue. <laughs> you should sue. Yeah. I want yeah, you to take yeah. this Academy Award winning drama off this platform. <laughs> it's a trap. It's, it's a, a fucking, fucking trap. trap. <laughs> um, we're just going to dive right into this movie, uh, as you can probably see uh, yeah. here right now. Um, uh, kind of similar to last week, but... <laughs> we don't have anybody to interview this week. Those are special occasions. Oh, yeah, no. But I will be making several references to Peter Lowe <laughs> during this. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Shue. <laughs> there you are. Um, all right. If so. he didn't say that when he met her, then he's an idiot. <laughs> okay. So, so brief brief synopsis for for old living Las Vegas. Yes, <laughs> please. Um, uh, Peter. I was about to say Peter Lowe. Um, <laughs> ben. Uh, ben. What's his last? I don't know. Sanderson. Remember. Nick Cage. Ben, ben Sanderson. Sanderson. Um, Nick Cage is a, uh, he's a, he's a, is he a screenwriter? I guess he's a screenwriter. He was, he was a screenwriter. Yeah, he was, 
He, yeah, well, it starts out. He is a screenwriter at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for, he's a screenwriter a very for, drunk one. 15, for 15 full minutes before the credits even, like before the opening titles yeah, even come true. on screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes before it says Leaving Las Vegas on screen. It's like, what is he? Um, who does he think he is? Martin Scorsese? Like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on here? Yeah, fucking Figgis. <laughs> Mike Figgis? Is it Mike? Mike Figgis. Mike Figgis. This is going to be a long synopsis. <laughs> if, your last name is, if your last name is Figgis, you need to leave it at Michael to at least give yourself, like, yeah. make yourself a little more distinguished. Like, yeah. don't short, you don't need to shorten it. Definitely not. He, he sounds like a character in, like, a Simpsons episode or something. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, just like, Mr. Figgis. Yeah, fucking beat yeah. some butthead. Yeah, <laughs> fucking like Mike Figgis. King of the Hill, some Mike Judge shit. Yeah. The, the <laughs> only yeah. other Figgis, the only other Figgis I've ever heard of is, uh, 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 on Archer, uh, what's his face character? Ah, oh, god damn it! Uh, the Figgis character. I don't watch that. What's his name? No, ah, oh, god damn it! Parnell, Chris Parnell's character. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know irrelevant. his name. Yeah, oh, bye. I've, I've, I've watched Archer. <laughs> um, so he's an alcoholic. He uh, had a bad marriage that they like allude to. Like, I mean, I mean, pretty overtly. It's not like really alluded to. It's pretty. It's it's just but, not yeah. Said you don't overtly. even know what happened, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, but you know that he you know that he had a marriage that fell apart because of his alcoholism. Um, or maybe did he become an alcoholic after his marriage? No fucking way. He uh, was a goddamn alcoholic. Like the ri- amount of alcoholic he was. <laughs> he was so like, drunk when he said that. Did it. That's just like that when you're so drunk you're being like I don't know if like, my wife let oh, me because when he I'm said that drinking he, just from the scene drinking. before to that scene. <laughs> His level of drunk increased so much he sounded like Stevie from Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Dude, well, it's amazing. I mean, he did chug an entire fifth of whiskey in like one basically one sip oh, right before on, that. Like unhumanly. <laughs> like, like the amount yeah. of alcohol he drinks in this. Yeah, he die. Well, like, yeah. Which he does, I guess, but 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 yeah. So anyway, he loses his job. He uh, he moves to Las Vegas to drink himself to death. Falls in love with a hooker, and then they revel in their hooker and alcoholism, and then a he, prostitute. He dies. It's a sex worker. That's that's definitely a toot. It's uh, okay. Okay. I said faggot last week, we, we so became, I'm pretty we sure I'm okay. PC and now we're going back. <laughs> No, the, I'm just we're, saying. We're, I'm just making I'm, jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's the hooker with the heart of gold. It's that's who that's who he meets. The hooker with she the heart. She doesn't of gold. really have like. Does she have a heart does of she gold? Really she really have a heart of gold. She kind of just has a heart of loneliness. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like in the movie, if you want to break like down, the, like, I'm saying the character archetype is the, hick, his the hooker angel. with the heart of gold. Which is like a... Whoa. He's like, whoa, it's like an angel lives here. <laughs> what, are, what are you? Some kind of angel sitting here to take care of me? <laughs> well, he takes care of her, too. I mean, he goes grocery shopping and everything. We have eggs! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is like pretty much what the movie is about, is about people like accepting each other's... Uh, flaws like very big ones that are just kind of like ingrained in there and they basically don't, just they don't care and they just uh fall in love Whoosh, <laughs> high five <laughs> i want to preface before we like dig into this that this this time period this is like 95 right this came out i believe uh-huh. 95 all right so 
in the 90s, from 1990 to 1999, he made a grand total of 20 movies. Nicolas Cage did, which is great. But this is his like. He's working. This is his like 13th movie by 95. He had to be tired. Yeah. So he started the 90s off with Wild at Heart, which is great. Oh, yeah. And then there's other movies kind of thrown in there that are supposed to be really good, like Honeymoon in Vegas. Um, and Zandali is supposed to be not good, but fun. Uh, I've never heard of any <laughs> of the other ones. Was movies? Honeymoon in yeah. Vegas the prequel to this? No, no. I had to look. Was it's, that was that what happened between like him and his wife? Like when when he got married? Like originally before he was an alcoholic? That'd yeah. be cool. It's honeymoon in Vegas and then leaving Las Vegas. I, I can like, tell yeah, you that Snake missing. Eyes was a movie that I turned off. Snake <laughs> Eyes came out after leaving Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So after he does leaving Las Vegas and he wins the Oscar, he does immediately after that he does The Rock, Con Air, Face Off, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, Eight Millimeter, and Bringing Out the Dead. All seven of those God. are either good movies or ridiculous movies, but they're all big budget. Those are all after the fact movies, and those are all after he wins the Academy Award. I don't know why he chose to do those movies after he winning went, an Academy he Award. He got he got fucking, he became an A lister. Yeah, he he got permission to keep going with the route that he was <laughs> going. going on. Yeah, yeah. We have like you have some great ones in there. Con Air is fucking awesome. The Rock is fantastic. Face Off is the most obviously fun. fucking incredible. Yes. Yeah, like those three in a row. That's solid right there. But that all happens after leaving Las Vegas. So he was really fucking busy in the nineties, and this movie only enabled him to do. I don't know More. if we're clear right now, but we don't think that he did an Oscar-worthy job. It's not that he didn't do an Oscar-worthy job. It's just not an Oscar-worthy movie. Like, it's, it is such a fucking yeah. flawed movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the performances that's, were very... True. They were very good, but it's just there's... Like, like I told you guys before, I watched this movie... I've now watched it probably four and a half or five times. What? No. Four and a half or five? <laughs> Sir. Yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> mainly I I watched it that many times because I kept being like, I've missed something. There's something yeah. I'm why, not why, getting why, in this why, movie. Why? Because because clearly clearly I've missed something. I, I like I, I'm losing a major plot point or something because it's won so many goddamn awards. Didn't he win a bunch of awards? Didn't he win a bunch of goddamn awards? What the fuck? It's critically acclaimed. And you, and you try to think, you go, okay, it was a different time, but like that isn't really a thing with movies. Like yeah. a lot of movies that have won awards are like kind of timeless, and you can watch them, yeah. and they're, they're fucking great. Yeah. So I really don't, I don't know. But it could have been, I don't know. It was a different time, and like maybe this type of art. Like Roger Ebert says, like nothing has been made like this. And it's like incredible that it even got made. I'm not justifying what Roger Ebert said. I think this is crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know why it's so good. The mid-90s like that, we had the the renaissance of indie films. You had Pulp Fiction had just come out. Um, you had PTA hitting the scene with Heart Eight around this time. You had uh, Spike Lee. You had all these like new guys who were making unconventional movies. So I guess everyone in the time was just kind of like more open to like people trying different stuff. And unfortunately, this just isn't good. You just go to the like, theater and smoke cigarettes anyway. You know, it's not <laughs> tougher watching the movie. You just look around. Hey, there's Elizabeth Shue's tits. 
fucking great. Yeah, we can't. We also have to admit too. You, you, there's a lot of tits in this that, that a lot of really creepy dudes in the academy might have really enjoyed. People were like Las Vegas, Nicolas Cage, El- Elizabeth Shue. Okay, but no, I don't think that's it. Obviously, also won a I bunch think of the, awards. The author's suicide might have something to do with the like the uh, reaction to it. Yes. Yeah. Which, it, like, it, the Rolling Stone review said something about it, like it was an autobiographical thing, but, like... It's, like, semi-autobiographical. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's okay. uh, so his... Uh, the writer's sister, uh, I read an interview with her. It's just a but whole the article. The writer shot himself, right? Yeah, He shot himself He's, two weeks after he found out that they were going to be doing a movie. Yeah. Um, and he... He wrote uh, the book in 1990. Yeah. And he's been pretty much an alcoholic his whole life, very much like, you know, the main character, Ben. And his sister said that it was kind of like his fantasy death. Like, if he had to go out, that's probably the way that he would like to go. Like, I'm sure. and it's very but different but from what actually package. happened. <laughs> he didn't have that severance package to go uh, yeah. fucking live it up. But, like, his actual story is fucking way fucking sad. It's yeah. not... He, he also wrote a Rugrats episode. <laughs> nice. Oh, fun. Yeah, and hated it because they edited it too much. Really? But, yeah. But Damn, uh, no yeah. gratification there. But I thought that was an interesting little piece of information. So uh, I have a little excerpt of his sister talking about John and uh, later when he was like a little sober, just talking about his dad. I guess his dad drank as well. I don't know. They make his dad out seem like very alcoholic as well. But it says... Around the time John was writing his book Better, our father invited him to go on a fishing trip with a group of his friends and their sons. He desperately wanted John to attend. Dad doesn't understand, John told me. He was precariously sober at the time. Quote, I can't go drinking for three days. I can't drink like that anymore. I can't drink like Dad. He didn't have to add, Dad's binge will end with a hangover. Mine will leave me in a shaking hell complete with devils bursting through the walls. This was no small point with John. He told me once there was nothing he wanted more than to be able to drink like our father. And it just like goes on. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> Sounds like a late stage alcoholic trying not to be a late stage alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. And the author's name is John O'Brien. I don't know if we actually said that or not. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But I think all of that might have played into the overwhelming critical acclaim this movie has i don't know i really i couldn't say I really i want to know but uh <laughs> from uh, I, I didn't i didn't read a lot of reviews on this movie um but roger eberts didn't give me any hope that i was seeing something that, like i don't know he just made it sound like he watched the movie and he fucking loved it and yeah. i was just like we watch we watch the same movie yeah. <laughs> so the music for this is uh interesting fucking shoot me <laughs> it's the worst it's 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 why i can't uh, grasp that you watch this nearly five times is the music like it's yeah. sa- like the second time i couldn't get through i talked to you guys like when i had 25 minutes left or something 
And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish it this time. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck this, this is hell. Yeah. It's so fucking hard. But you like, you get these little moments of Nicolas Cage, and like, there's like the whiskey scene with the titties, and you're like, okay. And then you're like, man, this is. It just keeps on cutting to the music. That's so bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I watched it at work today, and um, I uh, had to take one of my ear, like, like headphone, like off my one of my ears uh-huh. and uh, I had to turn the music down every fucking time they stopped talking. I was just like, I can't. I can't oh listen. man, you're watching the movie on headphones too? That's <laughs> yeah. like even it worse. So oh, gosh. Was, yeah, no, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing <laughs> oh, most God. of the time. Oh, that sounds, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Um, so I noticed you, you were saying about the music, it's that the direct Mike Figgis did all wrote the music. Yeah. Yeah. Wrote all, all the like the jazz lounge shit. Yeah. Um, did you guys notice in the scene where in the scene where uh, uh, Ben is in his office, like he's at work and he's like talking to the person on the phone? Um, for one, he's holding the phone upside down. Uh, that's um, yeah. I love that scene so much. I literally yeah. wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't notice that until like the second watch through. But um, oh my god! Uh, oh, it's the best. <laughs> But um, uh, but then when he's singing, he's singing like the secretary is walking around the desk and he's like, yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah. It matches to the music. Like, oh so yeah, Mike uh, I wrote that on too. He like for wrote sure. that to the fucking scene. Yeah, like God, I damn know. It. And it just reminds me of Vampire's Kiss so much. I'm just like Nicolas Cage is just doing everything he's done in every movie just for every movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, you're gonna get all of it. It's either none <laughs> of it or all of it. Gobbling it up. <laughs> okay. Also, the like times where he's laughing as a character, like the phone scene where the his secretary or whoever that is comes in, and he's like, "Could somebody fix the phones?" <laughs> and, like laughs. Yeah. I'm like, I love this so much. But then she's like, "Mister, um, oh, I don't know the uh, the boss. I don't remember the boss's name." She's like, "But he wants to see you in his office right away," and he starts bouncing up and down. <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, "Yeah." Just be- and then and he like gets really serious on his face and like his face gets really serious. Yeah, very funny. Got to go make a mill or so for the agency. Got to make a couple mill for the agency. He starts dancing with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe I shouldn't breathe so much, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my fucking god. Him just. Wow. So can we start from the very beginning real quick and just go through Tim dancing in the liquor aisle at the very beginning of the movie is just the best indication of the movie that you want. (laughs) Honestly, some of my favorite scenes are the reoccurring um, grocery store scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they always lead into a fun montage. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently that sequence was shot for later in the movie. And when they were editing it, Mike Figgis had to, he said, I had to put it at the beginning because I thought it underpinned the character perfectly. Yeah. I was like, like, you're right. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But it's a great way to start. Damn it. So funny. Like right as he's going past it, he turns, spins around and grabs one more bottle and puts it in his cart. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but then he goes to Richard Lewis. Yeah, he goes to see Richard Lewis. Um, and who else? And he gives, he gives Richard Lewis the, Hey brother, back rub. Like as he's talking to him. Yeah. Right. And what that woman's just like, God damn it. There's like trying to slink out of it. 
That that blonde so across funny. from Richard Lewis, I'm pretty sure, is why the movie was a, such a success. <laughs> 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 what she was wearing, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and one of those ladies is uh, from CSI Miami. <laughs> really? The other one who's saying the thing about... Um, the most exciting thing about working on this pr- uh, project was that I got to use guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we never got to use guns before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the less attractive one. Um, <laughs> the more successful one. Um, <laughs> uh, but you I don't know wanna, who the other girl is. <laughs> I want to point out that the guy sitting at dinner with Richard Lewis is Stephen Weber, and he's the shucker in the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode for, like, one of the newest season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fucking He's been funny. in a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. But just, like, oh, we the Richard Lewis and him being, yeah, <laughs> like people. they're both in Curb. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, but there's a lot of people in this movie that are from other things. I, I know, it's a, fucking crazy. A fucking ton. So, as we go through this, I will point out the ones that I, like, recognized. Okay. there's some funny surprises so, in there. So, after this, Richard Lewis gives him some money, uh, gives Ben some money, and he says, you know, get, don't contact me again, please. He says, don't drink it in here. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He hands him the money and says, don't drink it in here. Yeah, fuck it's that. Like, you don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why would you want him drinking in that bar? Oh, He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a nice place. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so then he it, it cuts to <laughs> the what, a really great scene of him at his bar, which the bartender of that bar is one of my favorites, honestly, in the movie. He's like, I wish he was my bartender. That guy, oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy is Graham Beckel, and he is in L.A. Confidential. He's Russell Crowe's partner in L.A. Confidential. He looks like a big Russell Crowe. Yeah, <laughs> it's confusing when they're in the same movie for like oh, ten minutes. He's That's clean so- shaven in that, and they're wearing the same outfit. Yeah, That's hilarious. <laughs> he gets brutally fucking murdered in the first half hour of that picture, mm. though. So. <laughs> Just Russell Crowe and a saline pumped Russell Boiler. Crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I don't um, know. So How's then, the as the scene start? Like him, like throwing his fucking hand, hands over his shoulders, like yeah or whatever. Yeah, he's just like woo. <laughs> he's just like yeah. He's just gone from just like uh, uh, like shaking, like asking for money, and he's just like woo. Hey, hey, what's your name? Wow, you got beautiful eyes. Oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Meow, sexy, like a ki- like a kitty cat. You, you turn me on, burrum. You turn me on, burrum. You're not too tall. You're not too short. You're not too round, burrum. You're like a cat, burrum. Cat in the hat, burrum. Yeah, you look like a cat, cat in the hat. You're like, oh, we're just kind of rhyming here now, huh? And then proceeds to hit on her, uh, on the woman, random woman at the bar, and uh, oh, yeah. buy her poor drink. Poor Terry. Holy fuck. Oh, oh poor Terry. Yes. Uh, and. Uh, and uh, he, so he, he buys Terry a drink and... Uh, and then immediately is like, so anyway, I've got a great well, idea. A great concept. He's like, it's a, I've, oh, I just thought yeah. of the most amazing concept. <laughs> we, what do you say we finish these drinks up and we go back to my apartment on the beach? Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the beach is so good. Yeah. I just want to... Uh, uh, I blend you up a... Do we goo- blend oh, drink? We pop some... <laughs> We pop something in the VHS. I goo- uh, blend you up a gooey blender drink. <laughs> gooey and blender the drink just was like, awesome. Yeah. yeah, and the bartender's just like, Ben, you got to... Fe- yeah, he, he does this mm-hmm. like... Do you yeah. guys notice every time they cut to the bartender during that sequence, he's out of focus? Yes. Yes, I did. Mm. Yeah. 
I was like, I don't think that was purposeful. Though I was like, I, either I think that's that was just po- like really poor. Well, the cinematography is decent in this. Like it is it's mostly but I don't in focus. Think it, <laughs> Except yeah, for that one sequence. The cinematography is great. It's purpose. mostly because in focus. <laughs> I just yeah. I just meant that like, was not purposeful. I wrote no way. I wrote down if we if we're gonna take the approach that everything is intentional in an Academy Award winning movie, which you we should. It was there's no fucking way. That was just a bad AD on that first. That was like the third AD. Or no, sorry, that was like the third AC, like had to fucking first AD that day. And like he was pulling focus, or she was pulling focus, possibly, and or it was pulling focus, possibly, and um, they just fucking missed it. They just missed it. I mean, but it works in the scene because it's like he's so drunk, he's not seeing clearly. Like, but there's a billion other scenes where that would have been so motivated, and it was never touched upon all, again. We, I know, we, I know. There are many scenes like that in this movie, though, as well. But not where shit's out of focus. No, no, no. I'm, I am with. But you on all, the argument that it's a little, uh, I don't know how intentional. No, they just fucked up. I'm just saying that they just fucked it's up. a camera shot from his point of view. It's when he's looking at the bartender and it's out of, I mean, I'm saying, I'm not saying you're wrong I, that it isn't, it wasn't a mistake, but I'm saying it, it somehow works. And when they're in that editing room, I'm sure they were just like, you know what? It's his point of view, man. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I believe that because, because this it could guy have been done like, better did a lot of stuff so, in the though. editing room. This guy all, did a lot of stuff in the editing room. All I'm room saying is like, like I, yeah, gar- sure. I guarantee you that it was talked about at some point during the edit. Like, Boys, <laughs> boys, let's not I'll talk over that. each I'll other, s- okay? I'll, s- I'll say as well, like, no, I... Th- I thought about it when, um, I thought about it, yeah, several times because I watched this movie fucking five times. So <laughs> I definitely, that, that thought occurred to me that it w- could have been intentional. But having watched this movie five times, I don't think it was. No, I agree with you. I mean, so much of this movie was done what, by the What, you agree with it? I agree that I don't, I also don't think it was intentional, but an argument can be. shot. Yeah. In, I don't think. I don't think it was shot intentionally like that. Exactly. But an argument can be made that they, they like fucking justified it in air quotes by saying yes. it's his point of view. Like, and that's what, like, if you ask that director now, I guarantee you he's going to go, it was a hundred percent on purpose. It's his point of view. He's not seeing clearly blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. But I feel about that a similar way. I feel about Yuri <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think there's so, the reason I don't think this is an Academy Award winning film is because there's so many things in this movie that you can quote unquote justify in the context of that one little scene. But in the whole context of the movie, it's like you're literally throwing shit at a wall. Yeah, there's no thread to connect yeah, th- like there's these. Not a, there's not a style. It's like a bunch of, <laughs> this, a bunch of haphazard mistakes being hidden. It feels to me, it overall felt to me like. If you were like 38 and went to film school, like not a 20, not, you know, not a 20 something's film school film, but like a, but like a 30, 30 late thirties. And then you, you, you're and then you decide, a little I, bit more I, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I can see what you're, I see what you're throwing down. It's like, just like a lot of Dad, things that you, you don't know what exactly fucking like art is. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying exactly like you were saying a lot of things that you can be like, Oh no, here's why that works. But it's like, exactly. but does it really? But does it really? Exactly. There's so many things in this movie that you Is can go, necessary? well, you can provide an argument for why it's there or why they did it that you're like, okay, I see why that makes sense. But none of it adds up to anything that actually works in my mind. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 That's, it's very disappointing. So after the bartender tells him to move away from the chick, he just goes from such fucking confidence of meow, sexy, like a kitty cat, to I really wish you'd come home with me. Oh, yeah. You're so cute. And I'm really good in bed, too. Believe me. You smell great. You look great. Your hair's great. No? Okay. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Fuck. It's funny. What does she say when she uh, leaves? She's like, I gotta go. I gotta work in the morning. You probably yeah, shouldn't and then drink she so much. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he gives her the, maybe I shouldn't breathe so much, Terry. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 like, who is this drunk? I want to go to that bar and just <laughs> sit on the other but, side and listen. <laughs> but then, yes. But then, yes, right after that, Vodka drinking and the cops stare down. Oh my god! That yeah, I was just cops. like, I was like, what, first time watching it, I'm like, wow, this this is great. Okay, he's gonna get arrested right now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just so right after the right after the bar, down. what the fuck? <laughs> right after the bar, it cuts to like a uh, like a ninety degree shot on him, like you know, like side angle shot on uh, medium shot on uh, him <laughs> in the car driving, just chugging a bottle of vodka, just yeah. chugging a bottle of vodka, and then all of a sudden, like a motorcycle cop pulls up next to him, like right as he pulls it down, and just it felt like that cop was there for like at least. A thirty to forty-five seconds. <laughs> I think it was. It may not have been that long. No, but it wasn't. It that was long. a while. It was a while. It was probably like, like ten seconds. At. But in movie okay. in movie time, that's that's a good bit. And yeah. uh, <laughs> the second he drives away, I mean, still just in puts it right full back of up. his rear view. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then he goes to the strip club with the jazz band playing behind the stripper. Which I would love to go to that strip club. <laughs> that sounds that great. sounds fun. It's like, is this burlesque? No, it's a fucking full-on strip club. It's a, it's a jazzy strip club. Yeah, and he's chugging fucking fireball there. <laughs> yeah, so something funny. None of the fucking liquor companies wanted to be associated with this movie. So they, for a lot of them, they, Oh yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> they, they didn't hide the labels when they shot it and then they hid them when they blew it up to, cause they shot on 16 millimeter when they blew it up to 35 millimeter, they just like erased all them from the frames, like the labels. Huh? I, yeah, I didn't notice any. Yeah. I didn't know that. Though. There's a little Jose Cuervo in the, in a hotel scene that you can see, but everything else pretty well hidden. Hmm. I'm sure Jose appreciates it. <laughs> a little free advertising for that tequila. Um, but yeah, he chugs that that fucking fifth. Yeah, like, and mm. right after that, probably the most tasteful uh, part of the movie is when he's like yelling in his car, like with the end of like, oh yeah, just that silence. You the know, sound cuts out. Yeah, the sound cuts out, and it's the the stripper dancing. And it's like flashing back to him, and he's like. He's driving in his car yelling, and you have that little, like, like coming in. But there's no sound from him. Yeah, I wrote down, driving and screaming is awesome. Dude, it was great. <laughs> I really liked that scene, for sure. Good I did as well. Shit. And then he get, meets up with, the hook, with his first sex worker. Sorry. So I loved how there's, oh, like, God. a turned down sound during that. I don't. I don't remember oh, yeah. exactly what he's saying. You can kind of make it out, but uh, I didn't write it down. But I did write oh, it down. I, I, did. <laughs> I had to put on subtitles to fucking know what happened because I did not catch okay. it the first time. Uh, she she, first, she greets him as Mister Erection. Hey, Mister Erection, you want a date? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but only because I think the concept of surrender 
fits with the big picture right now. That's what he says. And it's like the, yeah, it, it awesome. is like the sound is like kind it's of good muffled yeah. in that scene. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine being first time we watched it no one said anything and we didn't turn on the subtitles or anything second time i just did it because i was like i know there's scenes there's other scenes as well i had to turn subtitles on (laughs) to just know what the fuck was going on like when he whispers in her ear which we'll get to um oh yeah like i can't imagine being in the theater and like he's so drunk that you're like is he mumbling? Are you not supposed to know another, what he's saying? Another example of one of those choices that was made where I'm sure he's justifying it as being like, he's so fucking drunk he doesn't even know what he's saying. That one's fine, though. I'm yeah. cool with that one. I like that one. It, were, it works. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. That's a very good part when you know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good time anyway. But then we get to some sexy times with Nicolas Cage and we get some finger sucking action and that's not fun for anyone involved. <laughs> well, I didn't notice I didn't notice at first him lose his wedding ring. On the first pass I didn't notice. Oh really? Oh, yeah, for still the ring. It yeah, immediately it made me think of the the Fox like Robin Hood Disney <laughs> thing where they're just like <laughs> Just like kissing up the jewels off of the rings. I was like, damn. That's funny. You got it, girl. <laughs> yeah, she gets that thing off like pretty uh, smoothly, too. That, that's uh, impressive. Because those wedding rings, you yeah, finger those, swells Those up, are some boy. shaky yeah. hands. That's <laughs> yeah. fake news, dude. Fake news. <laughs> so... Then this motherfucker's trying to... Oh, uh, no, not yet. He's not trying to cash a check yet. Yes, he yeah, is. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, let's let's definitely go to okay. the bank. Let's go yeah, to the bank, guys. Yeah. Come on, here we are. Okay. Holy fucking shit, I love I'm, the bank. I'm right, I'm wrong. I'm all the ladies all day long. It takes so goddamn long for before we're actually going to be in Vegas. And once we get to the Vegas part, we're going to blow through this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, thank for God, because sure. I was like, I feel like we're going to have a four-hour-long podcast. No, no. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the title sequence yet. Yeah, but that's like where all of the, like a lot of this <laughs> there's, conversational meat is. There's some good is. meat in there. For sure. It definitely, yeah. there's so much we're going to skip over. Like, Cause, because it's stupid as fuck. So many of these scenes are just her talking in a therapy session. We are not going to spend any, we're going to go another therapy session. There's another therapy <laughs> yeah. session. Well, yeah, okay. I didn't write down okay, any of those so, lines. <laughs> so at the bank, at the bank, he's got his goddamn trimmers going big time. He hasn't had his uh, morning uh, Irish coffee yet. <laughs> Uh, his Irish gin and, and tonics, he, and he and he and he says to the fucking bank teller, "Oh, sorry, I just had brain surgery." I love that yeah. line as well. <laughs> that's that's uh, his go-to. I just had brain surgery. I think I'm gonna go have lunch. I'll be back. Let me go have lunch. I'll be right back. Go. Like wow, uh, pretty like uh, also like during this whole movie, I'm just like okay, like you say the performances are good. I can understand that point of view in my own head as well. But at the same time, every performance by Nicolas Cage, I wonder, <laughs> I'm just like, is it uh, good or is it just Nicolas Cage? I, th- I said this on the last one too. Yeah. It's hard to tell between <laughs> like good artistic choices and like just Nicolas Cage, just like I think the most clear cut movie for me where I'm like, that's good acting is adaptation because he plays very different characters and it's like, yeah. And it's not in his normal wheelhouse of things, even though he has ridiculous. I guess you just have to know how to direct such an actor as Nicolas (laughs) Cage, (laughs) because if what you want from him is full blown Nicolas Cage, 
I'm sure he's going to find a way to really fucking give it to you and give you more than you <laughs> <Yeah>. asked for. <laughs> I feel like, so I feel like with, with this and like with vampires kiss. Yeah. Like these directors are just like, what else did these guys do? Like, uh, um, like this guy, Mike Figgis, he did some movie in like two, the early two thousands, I think where he did four separate V he did four separate movies or like four separate takes, um, that were all filmed on VHS and then played them like on a quad split screen yeah. simultaneously, like 90 minute films. And uh, then I don't think it did well. Shit like that is like, it's good for uh, um, short form or maybe a music video. But like, but, but, but like <laughs> leaving for- Las Vegas, I feel like is the same, is the same thing where the same sort of performances like this and, and uh, and Vampire's Kiss, where they really like let Nick Cage just go, and like, but that was Scorsese, so I feel like Scorsese was just like Vampire's Kiss. You know, he Vampire's he Kiss was rained. not Scorsese. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying uh, no, no, no. I'm saying um, uh, Bringing Out the Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. has a very similar feel to the like the 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 performance style. Yeah. I feel like has a similar feel to this and Vampire's Kiss. Uh, but, in Nick Cage. but Scorsese, from what I haven't seen Bringing Out the Dead in so long that I I barely I watched the trailer and I was literally like I don't remember. Any I've years. never watched it. Um, and the trailer's like it looks like Taxi Driver is what the way that the trailer makes it look. But um, it, it it seems like he used him well. Like from what I've read and stuff too, it's not a, the best Scorsese movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Eh, I mean, I wasn't that big a fan. Like, I I watched it alongside like all of his other movies. So, in, like in comparison to all of his other movies, it's it was not like, a good. Yeah, no, not yeah. a good movie. Um, so the, I don't know. Maybe that's why I feel like it's a similar sort of like cage uncaged. Yeah, um, uh, sort of very situation. strange. I don't. We well, we really must dissect him. <laughs> Bad Lieutenant is another kind of like crazy cage movie. But oh, it's cage yeah. uncaged. It's, it's, I think we really need to be saying hashtag cage uncaged. Cage uncaged. Um, yeah, badly ten. The next one we watch this like coming up is going to be is is like cage uncaged, but it's Werner Herzog at the helm. Have we ever got a This is a complete. This is a complete hashtag cage uncaged series. Cage uncaged. <laughs> I wish we could get a Cajun cage if you know what I'm yeah. saying. We're gonna get a You're Cajun like, cage. Hey, I was so bad that. We're gonna get oh a my gun. <laughs> we gotta do on down there, find a declaration of independence now. We gotta find a national secret, then we gotta go and find a divinity yeah. go through and we get yeah, time to get a Cajun cage uncaged. Cajun cage uncaged. Then we'd really been work. We, we, wow. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to the bank. So back at the bank. There you are. He does come back. Okay, he comes back, and I don't know what's real. Because <laughs> we get the tape recorder. And can I do it? Can I do the tape recorder? You can be the tape recorder. I'll speak into you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so no, no, before we do that, I wanna I wanna go over this lines, but like I wrote down when he does when he comes back and he does the tape recorder thing that um it's like I'm not sure. You're not sure if it's a fantasy or not. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, and then I have something from later on in the movie. The line he says that directly references that fantasy. Does it? Okay, because okay. I uh, did not see again the thread yeah. that made this scene viable. Another thing about this movie is 
in this scene, you get this scene where he's like, you're not sure if you're not sure if it's real. And then when he gets to the hotel and it says the hole you're in instead of whatever. And then you're like, okay, that's definitely like him seeing that. But they never really like make clear or do again any other like fantasy stuff in this. I'm sure it's real. I'm (laughs) sure it's real. (laughs) Did you guys not watch the faces of the people in the back of that scene? Yes, but that is also a thing that makes no fucking sense because they're just watching him. Like they're crowded around. It's a total artsy fartsy scene. What the what what else are you gonna do when a man is talking like that into a tape recorder in the bay? Like just like. But he's right next to her. Like it's not. And when it when it's it cuts, not real. When there's it, no when fucking way. When it cuts to him walking <laughs> up. When it cuts to him walking up, he doesn't have the tape recorder anymore, and all of those people are gone. Nah, man, that's there's real. A, there's a line. <laughs> hey, real real is all up in here, man. All right, okay. Real is what you make it. <laughs> it is a question I had. Is this real? But I, I seem to have answered it along the way, but it doesn't make any sense. So I don't know if it's real. <laughs> here's, Unless here's Chase wants to give me some fucking insight. I'll give you insight. Here's as the we question go. I have for you guys. <laughs> okay. Here's the question I have for you, Alan. Okay. I'm fine. Are you desirable? Are you irresistible? Maybe if you drink bourbon with me, that would help. Maybe if you kissed me and I could taste the sting of your mouth, it would help. If you drank bourbon with me naked, if you smelled of bourbon as you fucked me, it would help. It would increase my esteem for you. If you poured bourbon onto your naked body and said to me, drink this. If you spread your legs and you had bourbon dripping down your breasts and your pussy and said, drink here, then I would fall in love with you. Because then I would have a purpose to clean you up. And that would prove that I'm worth something. I'd lick you clean so that you could go away and fuck someone else. Yeah, the end All is All right, I'm ready to weird. sign that check now. Perfect. Let me endorse that shit. All right, I do want to say, I want to say this. That whole thing describes exactly his relationship with Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Exactly yeah, describes yeah. it. And then there's a point later on in the movie where he's like, where did you come from? Are you, are you just from one of my drunken fantasies? Which and then the only like litmus for what his one of his drunken fantasies are is this, to which they reenact yeah, later on. Yeah, he, ful- he she fulfills his fantasy. fantasy. So I think that it's meant to be the one and only fantasy he has in for the movie. For sure. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. That's good. I I follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's super effective because I think if you're going to not fantastic, if you're going to throw in quote unquote an unreliable narrator with fantasies, I don't know why I said quote unquote because that's what they're trying to do. He's an unreliable narrator with like that obviously has these fantasies. Then you need to do it more often or make it more important to the actual plot because it's really not important. No, no, not no. the way they did it. No, sir. No, 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 sir. So then we get him going to work and we have the upside down phone scene, which is fantastic. And then he gets called into Ed Harris's doppelganger's office. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Get this guys. That guy who looks exactly like Ed Harris is the cowboy from the last week tonight commercials that they do for Donald Trump. 
if you've watched oh, that. What? Yeah, he's, the, he's in a ton of stuff. When I looked at his it Wikipedia or his IMDb, I was like, oh my God. And it's totally I've him. seen this movie five times. So yeah, no, I recognize him now that you say that. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's I know, so awesome. It, it's just so crazy. Like it, It's zooming into his face the whole time. And you're like, I was just like, oh, Ed Harris is in this? And then it's getting closer. Uh... Is that Ed Harris? <laughs> it's close. You're like, that's not Ed Harris. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the glasses and like, I don't know. He looks just it's like him. It's very strange. Okay, here's the thing. Is right after he get, he fires this clearly hopeless alcoholic, he's like, so what are you going to do now? What an absurd question for this man. Uh, like, I don't uh, think so. Fuck if I know. I, I <laughs> well, love- actually, I think it was pretty, uh, it was just like, because he also says, like, we loved you so much here. It just seems like he's actually concerned of, like, what he <laughs> yeah. is going to do. But it's like, you can't just not fire him. <laughs> like, he's. No, but yeah, no, but as concerned as he is, even from my mother, that question is still like, uh, I don't have a game plan yet. Like, I don't fucking know. But I guess he did. I guess he was like, oh, uh, yeah, wait. Well, the weird That's what thing Las is Vegas that he is for. did have a game plan. I think he knew he was going to get fired. I think he had to know. Like, for whatever, we, we were yeah, picked up in the middle of this decline, or, like, the in, tail end of his decline, but, like, yeah, he knew he was fucking done, whatever, he'd been drunk for so fucking long, all of those people that, all of his, quote-unquote, friends, the Richard Lewis guy, they all knew he was an alcoholic, he'd been fucking shit up for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think what we're gonna well, Bob find... Bob doesn't even work at Paramount anymore. <laughs> I think what we're gonna find as we talk about more and more Nick Cage movies is that Nick Cage is the factor that is distracting you from the actual story that's happening. In a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> in most of the movies. I'm not saying that it's distracting us too much from this, but I think a lot of times we will uh, take for granted what's actually happening and just be like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in this movie, it kind of is. Uh, after we get out of Vegas, which, uh, I mean, after we get into Vegas, which is... Right, which right is now. right now, <laughs> right now. Uh, which is right now. Finally, titles leaving Las Vegas, and then the names of the actors. Fifteen minutes into the movie, like forty minutes into the podcast. Okay, it says <laughs> it says sequence. Mike Figgis in the fucking opening credits so many goddamn times. The first <laughs> time I watched it, I was just like, this fucking guy, Mike Vegas, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, let's, uh, how, 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 can we, how can we put it in there as many times as possible? Let me do all the music. I'll direct it. <laughs> Produce I'm a producer. It. I'll give my I adapted money. <laughs> it, okay? It's, oh, do we have to? Do we have to? Do we have to give John O'Brien credit? <laughs> Can we just put my name? It's kind of my movie, okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, put <laughs> Nicolas Cage in there, but it's just me and him. It was a shoe. It was a shoe. So we're immediately introduced to Elizabeth Shoe, and I don't remember the Yuri, actor, Yuri, the, La- yeah, the Latvian is- gangster. The Pit, Latvian. Yeah, he's Latvian. been in a lot of other stuff. I, I recognize him from a lot of other. Yeah, things. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write the I, actor's name down. Um, but he's in a ton of stuff. He ain't American. He don't count. He is English. <laughs> he is English. He yeah, English. he ain't no American. He ain't no American. <laughs> fucking fucking red coat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so oh anyway, Yuri. Yeah, as, as we've mentioned a little bit earlier. Oh, wait, 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 please, Dan. Can we also say that during the opening title sequences, before we meet Yuri, maybe at the same time, 
at the same time, French Stewart is in the shots and does not play another role in the movie. He's just a businessman getting serviced by Elizabeth Shue. He's sitting there watching her make out with the girls. And I was like, okay, French Stewart. Second time around, I was like, oh yeah, French Stewart. What does he play in this? Nothing. (laughs) Saw that several times and totally forgot. But yeah, goddamn French Stewart. Goddamn third rock from the sun, motherfucker over here. Getting blown by Elizabeth Shue and his wife eating out. It's so weird for him to be in it. Because immediately I I have watched uh, a program that with Macaulay Culkin where they, it's Red Letter Media. (laughs) (laughs) And they watch Home Alone 4 and French Stewart is one of the bandits in Home Alone 4. And I can't help but think of him in that role. He literally is just dressed up like... uh, What's his name? The shorter gentleman. Why can't I remember? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's character. He's wearing the same garb, and he's just acting like French Stewart. Like French Stewart. It's the worst thing ever. He's actually not acting like French Stewart in this movie. Like in the brief scene, he's he's barely acting. He's just kind of there, (laughs) and then he's gone. Yeah, Yeah. he's just getting off, getting off. (laughs) Hey, just walk, just walk by the camera. Okay, you're good. (laughs) Okay, get the fuck out of here, French. So many people in this movie that are like that. Though. Yeah, it is very strange. So, so I know they were just establishing like loneliness and everything, but like, is Yuri like fucking hot for Eeyore from fucking Winnie the Pooh? Like when he's fucking Elizabeth Shue in that first scene, he's like, "Are you lonely?" And she's like, "Yeah." Oh and he's yeah. Like, oh, I'm lonely too. Oh fuck yeah, I'm so lonely. Yeah. Oh man. yes, oh. fuck hard. I fuck hard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's cut your ass. A lot of Elizabeth <laughs> Shue. I guess. Tell me what's so. <laughs> I cut your ass. You're tearing me apart, Sarah. <laughs> Dude, like, oh, it's, it's. I could kill you, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I could kill you. <laughs> it's so good. I wish he was Tommy was so. It's, it would make it so much better. It'd be funny. Dude, like, watching so many scenes with Elizabeth Shue, old Bethy Shue, in this is the fucking most uncomfortable. <laughs> there are so many scenes that I like. I do not want to see this. This is she in this does movie. Look a, Ugh, no. She does look a bit like an old beather shoe now. <laughs> now she does. Yeah. But oh my God, that Elizabeth <laughs> shoe was one fine piece of ace. <laughs> I know from experience. No, you don't. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do. No, it's uh, it's five hundred bucks, and then Bing, Bing, Boom. Uh, okay, well, maybe it's eight hundred because uh, she said three hundred gets you in the room, and then five hundred gets you anything you want. So that maybe it's the three plus the five. So it's, or I, I don't know if it's five hundred well, total. If, if you drive was- drunkenly into the strip of Las Vegas and just get out of your car and then offer five hundred for a whole night. She'll take bonus it. points. What if you almost? What if you almost hit her at a crosswalk? Then does she just adopt you? Adopt you as a little drunk puppy? Uh, <laughs> that was a red light. Are you sorry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she flicks him off. So I love well him going. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a fucking teenager. <laughs> so good. Apparently, if you're a drunk college guy and you have multiple friends, she'll take each of you for two fifty. That's bad. That's a bad scene. I don't want to talk about that scene. Let's let's, let's end it at that. <laughs> okay, but no. Also, I mean, wait, wait. Was it two fifty total, or was it two fifty per person? Because per person. if it's two fifty per person, then that kind of makes sense because it's just like group rate. Yeah, it's like a Groupon. 
It's Maybe they had a Groupon. It's a Groupon. <laughs> yeah. True. There's probably an app Guys, for that. Guys, I got a Groupon <laughs> for the brothel on the yeah. desert. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's fucking sick. You know all, what? Good all three job. of us get one girl for $100 each. <laughs> Let's just beat the shit out of them. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Let's okay. not talk about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we, we went to Vegas and lost our minds. <laughs> Just, yeah, a lot happens in Vegas real fast. And, uh, and Nick Cage gets there. He almost hits her with his car. He's like, hey, sorry, she flicks him off, yada, yada. Suck my dick. I don't know. <laughs> Suck my dick. Yeah, so uh, let's just jump to um, he does get her in a room. And they're in his hotel. <laughs> what, what's the what was the hotel called? Um, the hole in the wall? Uh, n- no, no, no. The hole the hole you're in was. The, I don't think that was the name of the the whole year long or something is what it was called. The whole yeah. year, or yeah, the whole year in is what it looks like when he looks. The whole looks year in, that's what it was. Which is hilarious when he actually brings it up to her. He says, my apartment isn't far from here. It's the hole you're in. <laughs> he says that. I was like, oh, my God. Hilarious. She's like the whole you're about to be in. <laughs> she doesn't, but she should have. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's like a little thing that like he kind of like, oh, like it confused me because I was like, oh, is this an art film? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's just shit or not. I mean. It's kind of like it's it's a seventy thirty as Peter Lowe would say. Yeah, as Peter Lowe would say. <laughs> um, I mean, he does get out of the car when he sees her the second time, and he's like, uh, he asks her if she's if she's a hooker or something, or no, if she's working. Yeah, and then she's uh, like, oh, I'm just walking. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he's like, let me uh, go back to my car, and he grabs his money, and he goes, he just yells off camera. Great ass. Oh, yeah. He goes, great ass. Great oh, my ass. God. That's so <laughs> fucked. She does have a great ass, though. We'll say that. <laughs> and then she says her name's Sarah with a fucking E. e. S-E-R-A. Oh, like, and you're like, uh, okay. Like, I, read I just th- told him a name. I just told him a name. Sarah. S-E-R-A. You know, I just never do that. It, it just, I liked him so much. I couldn't get him out of my head. <laughs> My therapist slash makeup artist. Yeah, right. Right. Do you want to do? Should we? Should we mention that the therapy sessions during this entire movie were literally just what uh, makeup tests? They're makeup Elizabeth and wardrobe tests. And then they were added later, edited in. Yeah. Oh, edited, edited in because and he he thought it added more to her character. Because he didn't have. And enough. you were saying they are what they are what Elizabeth Shue got nominated for, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, think about it. Like, if you boil down the amount of time she's on screen with Nicolas Cage outside of those, it's it's significant, but it's it's less than it's less than half the movie for sure. Because she doesn't even get introduced until almost seventeen minutes into I mean, the film. Her 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 live action prostitution roles were pretty fucking. Well, there's like. There's like what? Pretty brutal. Well, there's the one brutal scene. And then like there's the scenes between her and Cage and stuff. But and like she I think she should like I think she did a great job in in terms of like what they were working with. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she did. She she did a perfectly fine job. But the the meat of her like character motivation is revealed through those in like therapy sessions. And yeah, I mean, 
part of her performance being considered for an Academy Award was based on those therapy sessions, which makes her the one of the only or the only actress in history to get nominated for part of her performance being a makeup test. Yeah, which is impressive, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, but, she uh, brought it all, even in the and when she didn't realize it was going to be would, in the movie. I would say in her case more so than Nicolas Cage's case, but maybe a case can be made for Cage. Well, and, <laughs> but, and Elizabeth Shue worked like <clears throat> she like met with prostitutes and or sex workers in Vegas, interviewed them, spent several months like getting to know them and like how they lived. So like she smoking did, heroin with them. Fucking guys with them. About you. Well, let's get on to that. Uh, Back at the hotel room, can I say, quite impressed with the liquor bar that Nicolas Cage has made for himself at his hotel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's fantastic. Hilarious. Mini bar, I got fucking full size, baby. Um, I love her going to change and coming out and she's like, all right, so for 500 bucks, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can fuck me in the ass. And he's like, Oh God. She's going to come on my face. Just don't get into my hair. He's oh, like, Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's just so ridiculous. Cause he doesn't really care about it. I guess. Yeah. What the fuck? He just wants a woman, uh, that is beautiful. I guess an angel I, to watch over him. He doesn't even really want. He just sex. wants anyone. Yeah, he just wants anybody. He just wants to connect with somebody. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have to be even a. If he could have found a guy to talk to at a bar that would have like consistently talked to. That's him. that's it, probably true. But this is just this is just the easiest way. Is like okay, well, this is somebody I can pay to guarantee me X amount of time. time yeah. of having another human around. Time. Yeah. That's what it is. Time, baby. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so she starts sucking his dick, and he starts singing a song, and it's going like, "Oh my god!" Because your eyes shine so bright, because and it keeps on going, and then it ends with because 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 because, because Bill Cosby, Cosby. Bill Cosby, <laughs> Bill Cosby, <laughs> and that is the line that I, I thought, thought of thought. you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> because because. Because Bill Cosby. No, I also have written down. No, my my other key lines were, I'm a prickly pear. (laughs) And uh, Sarah, I know go see doctors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know go see doctors. Great. I love that one. She, um, She definitely made it possible for him to swiftly kill himself. She made it possible? No, no, she enabled like him. She like helped him along. She gives him a flask. Well, well he kind of gives her an ultimatum I, as well. <laughs> no, I get it. I like, feel like he just would have died quicker. Probably. If he if if it weren't for her. She like, was, she was so, her his antidote, yeah, remember? She, she ultimately provided him like happiness at the end of his life, kind of thing. Like mm, yeah. Gives him a companionship. I mean, she still more, lets him die more than not. Yeah. 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 Like she, but like I don't. It it wasn't it clear. You know, it was. He was too far along. It was. It wasn't enough. To, it wasn't anything that could save him. So, folks, exactly. if you don't know what uh, we're talking like about, that. we're talking about how Nicholas Cage's character Ben told Elizabeth Shue that he was going to drink himself to death, and that was his plan. That was yeah, which we kind of knew. And yeah, it was easy to pick up on first time around. He's going to Las Vegas to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, and kill himself by drinking. By alcohol. drinking, yes. Um, 
and uh, and, and she is interested in him almost because of this she can't get him out of her head she just can't get him out of her head i think she likes or is attracted to him because she he's non-threatening and he that's what i was that's what i was thinking yeah and like it it ultimately if she knows it's not gonna last very long so it's like that's a commitment she can commit to exactly there's like a there. I don't know. There's just it's like, like the getting deta- a ter- it's like fostering a terminal puppy. <laughs> kind of. It's like there's a detachment to it. It's like you can take care of them and give them all your attention and they can quell your own loneliness because A, they're not going to hurt you. B, they need you. So there there's like a gratefulness to it. And then they provide you with or provide her with this like sense of companionship, even if it's brief and gives makes her feel like she's had has a purpose. So what you're saying is that she was a manipulative whore. Well, I, I wish that... Manipulative. No, I'm just, I just wanted to say manipulative <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whore in a weird voice. Just, it's okay. People not laughed. Really not not she, us, but people she, He was getting as much off of her. A, she was a whore. <laughs> B, she hit me. <laughs> I, That's a Sopranos reference. Uh, yeah, I don't know it, <laughs> but I laughed. That's right after the brutal murder of a, of a hooker in The Sopranos. <laughs> Beautiful. Can't wait to get to it. I am uh, like on episode six of Deadwood. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck so, yeah. And literally it says other shows you'd like to watch. It's like Sopranos, The Wire, every other good show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to <laughs> Deadwood's a great show. I'd like to leave so, you in Las Vegas. <laughs> so I'd like to talk a little bit about your, did you guys have... Anything else to say about the talking Yuri? about the bed? And the, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to talk about Yuri well, for Let's a go, let's go, let's go. Okay, all right, so <laughs> Yuri is uh, Elizabeth Shue's pimp um, that, like, it's clear they used to have a thing over in, uh, she was back in, like, L.A. or something, and then she kind of ran away from him uh, and went to Vegas. And, and he, he found her. Ended up fu- yeah, and he found her. Um, and uh, you get that right from the beginning. Um, and he's very abusive and everything, very menacing, really, to me, upon first watch, seemed like he was probably going to be the a big source of conflict in the movie. Yes, for yeah, sure. Um, that's what they I, filmed that's what his I scenes thought. very fucking well. Like, it was yeah. scary. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. fuck, Elizabeth, you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, but then uh, about a half, a, a third of the way into the movie... Um, just killed by the Russian mob. Never, never a fucking like factor again. Um, just very, very threatening. The and then mob. all of a sudden, yeah. Oh, Latvian. I'm sorry, <laughs> Latvian mob. So like them mixing in that therapy session where she's like, yeah, he cried, like, and it's talking about Yuri and okay. stuff. Like, I don't know if that's like. There, there's so many things. <clears throat> there's so many problems with that therapy <laughs> yeah, session. It's okay, so weird. We get these black and white flashbacks. Okay, what the fuck. <laughs> Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Nothing else in this movie is black and white. Does it? it, it oh, it's like why? Just it's why? like your coin. It's like your coin thing. I well, I know. <laughs> it's just another one. It's just like God damn it. Fuck the black and white shit. Like they could have just used color, and we would have known it was a flashback. Well, are you talking about the the ass ass flashbacks? Yeah, yeah. Ass flashbacks. The ash the ashbacks. The ashbacks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When he like, okay, so when she goes back to see him after 
being with Nick Cage all night. And then doesn't make any money. Does and he's obviously desperate for money. And she's obviously been trying to get away from him because they had that conversation earlier where he's like, Why'd you come out to Vegas and leave me in, in Los Angeles? Oh, you knew because Vegas was the best. Yeah, you're and, such a smart girl. Yeah, it's like, and it's fuck. like obviously she's get <laughs> trying to get the fuck away from that guy. And he followed her, but um, and fucked up along the way somehow. And now he's trying to take all her money, and then he beats the shit out of her almost. And then she bends <laughs> herself over and uh. raises her skirt, and then it cuts to the fucking therapy session. Well, no, it doesn't cut. I mean, it's like him acting. It does oh, this whole yes. weird like yes, but series does, of cuts. It does have the knife. The knifing flashback in black and white. Yeah, no. For, yes. First, yeah, you see like a fucking slice cut scar mark on her ass and then like cuts back to him. Who who cuts an ass? Like, what is that? Because, what is never that? The, never, never the, the face. face. Never, never the face. The face. <laughs> People are going to look at her ass so much because she, they're fucking her. her on her back. Yeah, but he that's her. That's his whore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's an idiot. What, like, what's he doing? <laughs> doing <laughs> like, what product? is he doing pimping? Come on. We could all pimp way better than this guy. <laughs> I mean, I, could, I don't know if I could pimp better because I don't think I could hurt other people um, because you have to protect them, but uh, I wouldn't fucking hurt them. I love this metaphorical thing <laughs> or hypothetical thing that you've just turned. Well, I, actually, guys, I don't know if I could be a pimp. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I, I don't think i start trying. I, it's not that I don't think I could could have a relationship with the girls and and be and be a confidant of of sorts. It's that I uh, I don't think I could hurt the other people that I need to defend them from. Can't do it. Trish. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be wrapped up in that. No, no way. <laughs> No way, no how. No, Yuri's like lifestyle's thing. not mine. And look how it turned out for him. Okay, hey, so I, I love, my plate. I fucking love talking of Yuri right after that when he's desperate for money. I didn't know if it was him at first, but when he goes across the street, the scene starts, he's walking across the street, and it's ridiculous fucking music happening. It literally seems like a comedy and he walks also during that scene it's 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 Elizabeth Shue just says he's he's like super paranoid and then it shows him walk yes. crossing the street and like another guy is just like happens to be crossing like right at the same time as him and he goes to the uh like pawn store yeah he's in there and he's doing like a Jewish accent he's doing like a New York like Jewish accent did you notice that he's not doing like Russian. He's like, oh, this is my watch, like, and I've I've got my ring. <laughs> like he's doing this, and it's he he did sound he did sound a little Jewy, but that just may have been because he was haggling. Um, That's exactly what uh, I'm saying. No, that's not what I'm saying about the Jew I mean, part he's, because he's he haggling. He's British, but isn't I'm he? saying it was <laughs> weird. <laughs> The actor, the actor is British, and just okay, racist, right? okay. But it does not make sense in context of the movie. It makes him look like, like he's I don't know. It just is listen, weird. Listen, listen. <laughs> if you can argue away everything else in this movie, then you can argue away that he only sounds Jewish because he's haggling. <laughs> but then Nicholas Cage walks in, and he. Uh, and they cross paths, the only time they ever cross paths. And he uh, gives him his because watch. Because he's fucking murdered. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and he goes, Rolex Daytona 93 for 500 <laughs> I think I'll it. do it. <laughs> so I was curious. I looked up what a Rolex Daytona 93 would cost. Uh -huh. It's upwards in, of $20,000. In these days? 
Um, in, oh, 93, in 93, it would have cost upwards of $20,000. These days, a new uh, Rolex Daytona would cost about twelve forty or $12,400. Um, but a 93 these days would cost upwards of $100,000. The fuck? And he took $500? <laughs> he took $500. That's the joke. It's and like, and I, I didn't know that was, that was a that great also watch. Because, he just was that care. also because that's how much Elizabeth Shue cost? Like, she has specifically said 500 several times. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. That's reckless for him I to not just, just like, take it, care of reckless. Elizabeth Shue with his watch. <laughs> if he gave her that watch, she would be set for quite and a while. She liked it, remember? Yeah. She did. She <laughs> just like, told him you that. You like that? <laughs> he was pretty drunk. He, he was pretty drunk. You like that watch? You like that watch? Oh, my God. You like that, you, you He's like, like, you do like that? <laughs> that's what he says. Like, you do like that? Oh my god, so fucking good. He's just selling his car and his watch and everything. He's like, I'm just gonna take taxis from now on. <laughs> probably a good idea. It's probably a good choice. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Good, <laughs> good idea. Not good move. If you're gonna drink yourself to death and not die in a car, yeah. <laughs> drink yourself to death responsibly. Get rid of your car. Oh Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. So, like, uh, let's just keep on going with the track of Yuri because he's going to fucking disappear. So when she goes back to him after she has gone out and made her money, comes back to him, and there's all this, like, like Gregorian chants going on in the hotel room. (laughs) When he keeps saying something in Latvian and he keeps going, you hear them, they're talking about me, against the wall. Which first time around, I did not know what the fuck he's talking about, but it's just kind of like, I I guess the... He's paranoid and knows that he's about to die. Yeah, but it's like, is it in his head or is it literally like the next room over? Oh, I don't know. Because it doesn't really, all you're hearing is like... the soundtrack. "Ah!" Like yeah. It's all the screaming. I thought it's it was like, the soundtrack. Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> the, that I liked that. I liked the sound esque part. That scene was it. cool. But uh, and then her passing the mobsters in the hallways. It's cool. Like that was like a yeah. And Mike Figgis is the one with the curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, Mike Figgis. You killed the bad guy way too early. Yeah, and she, well, he's like just. N- never fucking come back and you just know like he okay shit he's about to just die yeah and he's yep all right but Yuri's out and Roger she just should have taken the money yeah (laughs) she left the money Money. on the bed he's just all right Yuri's dead now just now everybody gets to fucking drink now now Nicolas Cage move into my apartment Yeah, no more threats. Like, okay, conflict over. But we no more conflict. Just, just yeah, just just for the, the just conflict, the conflict of drunken of a of a drunk boyfriend. new boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but right before she comes back to Yuri, right before he gets killed, um, she goes to the bar and sits with none other than Arlie Ermy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I. Don't I couldn't say what he's from, but Full I recognize his face. Oh he's yeah, Sergeant for sure. Gunnery. Yes, Full that is definitely jacket. it. That's absolutely oh, I th- it. See, Gunny, it's he's funny because I think of him from uh, the Adventures of Lois and Clark. Oh yeah, oh, really? the Superman movie, the Superman show from the nineties. <laughs> I, I he pay, he played Chief from the Daily <laughs> Planet. <laughs> I did not know that. I've never watched that. The only other thing I really like can pinpoint him in is Saving Silverman. 
and he marries yes. Jack Black at the yes. end. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I knew there was something like that. There was some boner comedy with him in it. No, yeah, no. I, I mean, I recognize him. I love that guy. I love that Superman show. <laughs> Dean Cain was awesome. And now they're going to reboot the Ripley's uh, Believe It or Not show with Bruce Campbell. And I'm totally on Are board for that, too. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck, yeah. Is he just going to have a like chainsaw the, the channel, whole time? Like the travel channel is doing it or something. <laughs> I it's, wish it would just be by his character <laughs> from Evil Dead. Ash? <laughs> yeah. Um, Yuri, is Yuri dead now? Is Yuri dead yet? Yeah, yeah. Yuri, Yuri. Uh, yeah. People came and murdered Yuri. Basically, <laughs> it's Arlie Ermey, and then he, she pisses Arlie Ermey off, <laughs> and Mariska Hargate is at the bar with her. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. And Danny Houston's the bartender. It's with a star studded scene. With weird hair, and you're just like, I was like, what? She looks great. Especially Danny later. Houston. Danny Houston also <laughs> looks great. He has that big fucking hair. He which, looks uh, great. Which uh, he does not have anymore. But yeah, so the, the, those two scenes go together. And Yuri's fucking dead. Good fucking riddance. Um, takes total uh, uh, tense, tenseness out of the movie. Um, because That's what I t- thought the entire conflict was going to be. Was going to be between like Nick Cage and Yuri. Like that's what I thought it was all going to be. Yeah. And nope. Uh-huh. Nope. It's a, it's a character study. He has, he has, they say. he has conflict with just a random boyfriend <laughs> in a bar. Oh my God. That scene <laughs> yeah. is, and John Lennon's son is in that scene. Who is, is Sean John, Lennon? Julian? Or? Julian Lennon is the bartender who kicks him out. Who's wearing like the wife weird. beater. Yeah. And it looks weird. Yeah. He was like, this is a, sorry, you're going to think this is weird, but, uh, we gotta uh, kick. You gotta leave. Yeah. You gotta leave. It's just it's how we do things uh, around here. Would it, whenever anybody has a fight, but it's like there wasn't a fight. He Nick Cage just got punched in the face. Yeah. That's like pretty much all that happened. <laughs> he stood up from his seat and he got. I can understand in the face. it though. He yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's like I do. I I mean, I understand all around. I can understand why you said. I think you're gonna think this is weird, but uh, it is also weird, <laughs> dude. I fucking. I love that shit. When he's just like, you don't kick the bar. You lean into the bar. (laughs) You lean into the railing. (laughs) That's fantastic. Okay, so we got Ben and we got Sarah living together. (laughs) K Sarah, Sarah. Oh, so K Sarah, Sarah is where Sarah, the name comes from. Literally, it means whatever will be, will be. And that is exactly... It's literally in the trivia that that is what Mike Figgis, yeah. This movie was written by the stars, thirty-eight-year-old film school student. All right, so we got Ben drunk at the fucking gate of Sarah's place. First day moving in, doesn't look too hot. Uh, the because the landlords it, are like out there just being like, uh, like he's been here for half an hour. I didn't know what to do. He's got the key. Like <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. It's uh, his land. The landlady is uh, Academy Award nominated Lori Metcalf. Beautiful, beautiful. So lots of people in this film. Wow. <laughs> and the husband has the hats for Elizabeth Shue for sure, for sure. Who wouldn't? Yeah, could you yeah, blame him? It was kind of awkward watching it with my girlfriend, if you know what I mean. What the fuck? 
uh, do, uh, babe, do you, do you think she's sexy? Or like, never mind. I feel like that scene had a lot of potential to be like a good comedy scene it, within this like, it's not trying to be a comedy, but it is because it's Nicolas Cage. But like, it had true potential to be a really good comedy scene, just as him being drunk at the gate and like waking up. Like, it was like funny a little bit just because Nicolas Cage, he's like so happy to see her, like when he wakes up. But like, I feel like any other actor in that situation, I don't know, just would have done really well. <laughs> yeah. Any other comedic actor, I don't know. It's. This this movie it's not didn't. Great. I mean, there was, there was plenty of time. Uh, there was plenty of other time for him to be a silly drunk. Like I mean, he didn't have to be max silly drunk there. No, but this movie doesn't take any like purposeful comedy breaks from the no. drama. Does like, there's unintentional funny moments in like the performance of uh, like Nicolas Cage gives, but like there's no like in fully excuse me fully intentional like comedic I guess what I'm saying is I want Leaving Las Vegas to be remade by Disney so that they own the title and they make it a lot punchier and funny you know? (laughs) Listen listen this this movie was super serious had a lot to say and was super dramatic it deserved all the accolades it received so what do you mean it didn't take comedic breaks? It didn't have to, okay? The driving, dramatic performances of Nicolas Cage and Elizabeth Hugh, oh my goodness, directed by the magnificent Mike Figgis. My God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Mike Figgis is my fantasy. I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I think there should have been comedy. I think it should have been funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this wasn't Talladega Nights, Chase. <laughs> and that was Mike Figgis' cousin, Daryl Figgis. <laughs> that was Daryl Figgis on Leaving Las Vegas. We didn't know he was going to come on, but he did. <laughs> yeah, you guys Hi, thought we weren't going to have an interview today, but uh, joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, babies. <laughs> Woo! We're not even halfway through this movie yet. That's ah, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all right. There's, uh, there's a lot to say in performance and lines <laughs> just yeah. silly shit that happens but uh, plot wise not uh commanding but i think the reason that we're we're going through it dissecting it is because we're we want <laughs> like like dan said he's watched it so many times you dissect it and you look you fucking search for the meaning that's true. Like, and by like each of it, like we're going scene by scene, pretty much going through this, and uh, we want like it's to just try and find some sense of purpose mm-hmm. to the narrative. Like, are we uh, as we're talking about this? This is what I thought would happen, but I didn't really. But I thought, is this going to be one of those movies where we talk about it and then we figure out what it's about? But man, oh man, no, no, no. But I think we all know, I honestly think we all know what it's about. I think we've already said it much earlier in the, at the top of the show. Yes, for sure. Um, in the synopsis. Um, but it yeah. doesn't go, it doesn't go deep. But like, yeah, well, I mean, like, I, th- I, I think. Go deep. I think. Mike Vegas, go deep, you bitch. <laughs> I, honestly, honestly, I think this is a very good portrayal of, again, 
mental illness, like alcoholism, and, and like you know, can you just the, get the, at that? Should... Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a phenomenal portrayal of that. Although it does like vary a little bit from scene to scene, where you're like, maybe he couldn't have gotten that drunk, or like, why is he so sober in this scene? Um, but uh, <laughs> so it, it, it wasn't exactly always on point, but it. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was a very powerful portrayal of this of this character, uh, absolutely. But yeah, it's just it, you watching it, knowing the acclaim that it received. It's just you're left kind of wanting. You're left kind of like wondering what what, what am I missing? Yeah. I think if you divorce Nicolas Cage's uh, other performances from this one. <laughs> Yeah, if you well, I mean, you just take what he did in this movie and you forget about who he is outside of it. If this is the only if you thing, ever could, yeah, if you could, <laughs> and this is the only thing you've ever seen, it would be like a really like accurate portrayal of yeah. Of but the alcoholism. problem is that we do know who Nicolas Cage is and we see him in this. <laughs> well, for sure, but like, but I uh, understand. I understand yeah. the argument. The the. <laughs> Just like the hypothetical, uh, it, yeah, just I'm just wow. He's a fucking goddamn vampire. <laughs> when he wakes up on the couch, no, when he not. first, when he's first there, and he wakes up on the couch uh, at Sarah's place, and he just smiles. He's got the palest face and like the ready, the reddest mm-hmm. fucking eyes and like a pink nose, and he just looks like a goddamn vampire he, he looks like, like someone who's shit. dying of alcoholism <laughs> but man it's like it's almost better it's, uh, it's just i'm just a loot this is vampire's kiss too pretty much <laughs> yeah i mean but it's it's, it's it's vampire's kiss if he doesn't have any blood i guess <laughs> this is peter lowe in his later life just like you know what yeah. Fuck this. And he's fucking crazy. Remember that scene in his hotel room uh, before he's packing up to move into her place and he's just talking? He's like, oh, you? Yeah, I'm nuts about you. And there's no one there? Yeah, it's just like another thing with him. Like, he's like... <laughs> that That scene reminded me very much of Vampire's Kiss. He's like rehearsing. For he's her. just crazy yeah. in all of his films. It's... In most of <laughs> He played crazy of well. Yeah. He can. And funny. Yeah, he can. <laughs> well, did you guys... It, Chase, you watched Community, right? Of course. Did you watch the Hulu season, or the, the Amazon seasons and everything? Yahoo, you, yeah. Yahoo. Y- Yahoo. You watched wow. the Yahoo seasons? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Um, anyway. It was anyway, there was, like, there was one where, um, where uh, Abed takes like a Nick Cage film class and like goes nuts watching Nick Cage films. Yeah. I've seen that one. <laughs> and it's yeah. Dan Harmon wrote it. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's real good. Um if you, it would take most of a year if you watch one Nick Cage film a week. Yeah, he's he's up to I think 93. It would now? take you multiple it would take you almost 2 years to watch if you watch one one a week. The in 2018 And that's that's you would have to do it that way, if at all. You would probably space out even more because you'd be like, "I can't take it anymore." I mean, you could literally do an entire podcast that would last multiple years if you did one Nick Cage film a week. Should we get back? <laughs> Sorry. So they're living together. We get a day with presents. Presents. 
Presents! Presents! <laughs> and he like flails his hands out yeah. on the couch. Presents! That's that's great. She gives him presents, tells him to open them up, and then he gets a shirt, which is a, a shirt that I've seen before I've even seen this movie. I've seen Nicolas Cage wear that shirt in some stills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at the uh, at the casino. It's the only shirt he has. <laughs> yeah, he burned There's, everything else. He's like, uh, I did a morality, and I got rid of my clothes. Kind of wanted to come to you clean, so, so to, to speak. speak. Like, uh, all right, whatever. You're you're fucking drunk. Yeah, heavy <laughs> heavy quotation marks on clean, clean. Oh well, yeah, that. <laughs> but the joke, sh- I guess it's like a joke. But this is where the enabler. Uh, she gives him really a flash. Shot. She gives him a flash. But you know what? That's what the movie's kind of about. I guess whatever. Blah blah blah. The best thing about that hurt. Was, I guess I am with the right girl. The best thing oh, about honestly, that scene. giving him a flask is also a joke because like a flask. That's like giving him a thimble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. But I, I, I don't know. The end of that scene I really do love when he's just like, I must say, I'm very impressed you'd buy this for me. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, that's a good line. And he's like, I'm going to fill it up right now. <laughs> Stop <Yeah>. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the same, is that the same scene where he offers to pay for the rent? And uh, and then she says, well, living around here comes with a complimentary blow job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I guess we'll have sex. Yeah, sooner or later, later we ought to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Sooner or later, we ought to fuck. <laughs> but then later when they're like fighting, there's that line where he, where like, it seems like they haven't had sex or maybe not much I don't sex, think they've ever least, had sex until but the it doesn't end. seem like they had had sex at sex all. Sex isn't high on his priority list. He's so all. drunk no, he no, cannot get an erection. Yeah, like, it's when she's uh, going out and he's like mad at her after they've been at the mall. We'll yeah. talk about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, He's something about what, what, uh, I, I should ask your Johns what it's like to have sex with you. And then she's like, You should ask me what it's like to have sex with you. I'll show you sometime. Yeah. She was like, You could ask me. I'll, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'll even show, show you. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like, Oh, like, what yeah, the fuck's going on? Times. Y'all, like, y'all need fucking. Cause yeah. she has this whole belief that she's not actually like having sex with any of the other people. She's like putting on a performance. Exactly. Like, she's like not. Um, well, like yeah. There's no. I can walk herself. into a room. I can walk into a room and I can just tell you know what they want. I can just I can just immediately know you know what their kink is, what they need to do, and you know I I do it. I get them there. It's uh you know I'm just I'm the best. I'm uh it's a, it's definitely a performance every time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is which is makeup the thing test. with her not. Makeup it was test. just actually a makeup test every time. Honestly, when you know that. It's pretty cool. Like she's good. Like she's good. Like it's stupid as whoa, fuck. It's whoa, stupid we're as going f- back on some no. comments from before. <laughs> it's stupid as it's stupid as fuck that they put it in the movie. But when you're watching it, going like, if that was just the makeup test, yeah, you've got the good actress. Like you've got. It's true. Well, it's cool. It's it's cool also because it seems like her. You get kind of get a look once you know that you're getting like a look at her working on her character and like connecting to and and you realize that those those what are in the movie now post post shooting you know in editing now our therapy sessions are really like her adjusting and 
figuring out who her character is. Exactly. Which is what therapy is. Exactly. Like, but yeah, you're seeing something you're not actually supposed to see, which is kind of it's it's I hate that they put it in the movie because for the reason that like it it feels cheap and like you're seeing something you're at we're we aren't supposed to see, or we're literally watching an actress like figure out her character and figure out who she is and like doing it well in character, which I think is cool. Like I think you're, we're watching a good actress, but it's, it's a violation for sure to throw that in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like I think, (laughs) like, I guess it makes the movie better. It's not professional. (laughs) Like if you take those out, how long is this movie? Seriously, how long is it? Santa's sleigh. (laughs) How was that was the original going to be, you know? Yeah. It was very strange. Like you're cut, you would cut out twenty minutes at least. Oh my god! When he's walking up into the apartment with that bloody, I think it's when he has the bloody nose and he's just staring at the fucking landlord, the lady, and he's just like sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. She's like, oh my god! Like turns around to her husband, like. Oh my sexy, fucking god! So sexy. funny that line, and then he he follows it soon up after with uh, "We have eggs." <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sarah god! Sarah comes home and she's like, "What the fuck did you do?" So yeah, he gets the shit beat out of him at the bar because like just a woman starts fucking whispering in his ear and fucking nuzzling on him and he's like isn't your boyfriend gonna be mad she's like whatever and he's like do you care that i'm talking to your girl and he's like whatever (laughs) and then he does care yeah he cares a lot yeah you know that girl is she like says he has a wife and she's like let her know what my wife would think about that but she's like oh my god it's so ridiculous and then he says you want to go somewhere and Fuck. Me and her have decided to spend a couple a hours, hours together. together. We, we decided to spend <laughs> several hours together. <laughs> you know who that girl is, though? That girl is um, Amanda in the Saw series from the original I Saw. recognize her. Yeah. She, she looked familiar, yeah. She's from that the That's Saw That's hilarious. Uh, from what? Saw, Saw, Saw 1. What? She's in Saw, Saw, Saw 1. One. Saw 1, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, Saw 5, <laughs> Saw 6, Saw 7. <laughs> what? She's in all of those? She takes over for Jigsaw. She's the main <laughs> character in Saw 3. I know exactly. She's like the cop. No, Girl, she's the woman what? in the first movie who has the thing on her jaw, and it's supposed to rip it off. And then in the second movie, it turns out oh, she's yeah. the bad guy. And then... Yes. Yeah. Wow, great series. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Saw. Can't wait to do we that do next that. Halloween. We're going to do all the Saw movies. <laughs> it's going to take us two months <laughs> to do and all some change. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! But okay, so let's talk about uh, the, them dwindling them at the mall, which is a nice, a nice time to start off. Starting off, um, oh, it's great. And so when he gives her the present, it's another scene where he's laughing and he goes, "Oh, look over there!" And he <laughs> pulls the thing. Look out of your ear! <laughs> and like laughs like as he pulls his present out of her ear. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, and that this happens after they go to the casino, um, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, but which we'll talk about in a minute, I guess. But um, when they're in the mall, and then she's like, "Come this way," and he's he says uh, he says something stupid. Um, he goes uh, as they're going as he's going down the escalator. He goes, "Let's have a drink." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think that's the scene. Yeah. But he says something really fucking ridiculous when they're walking. Um, yeah, it's very flamboyant, uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't remember. What, to yeah. get onto the escalator? Yeah, right before he gets on the escalator. Oh, well, yeah, she's she's like, you look good in like a... It's something to the effect of like, you look good in a puffy shirt or something, because he had like a really like frilly shirt on, and he was like, I've always wanted to be like a flamenco dancer. <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen this movie five times. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> then when he's like, "Let's," you seem to have blocked out a lot of it, Dan. Every time <laughs> he has a he has a nice little fight with Elizabeth. Okay, so as, yes, uh, this is this down. is where their conflict really. They're it's they're enjoying a lovely strange. A, a lovely Chick Fil A lunch. Yeah, the, and, at the uh, food court in the mall, and he gives he gives her those beautiful earrings, and you know she's one like, at oh, a time. She's like, "I'll wear them I'll, tonight." I'll, yeah, or I'll wear them tonight. One at a oh, time. Oh, right. With the, while I'm sucking some dude's dick. Oh, so you, like you want to wear them now? You want to go ahead and put one on right, like right now? Great, great. Yeah, just go ahead and put that on. But he does Do you know what he says. He strange into her ear. <laughs> no, I don't. But, but I want to say he strangely suggests that she wears one at a time with another pair of earrings, and I don't understand it. Oh, I, I thought I thought that was all right. He's like, I wanted to buy one, but I thought it'd be silly. Like I can, I, I can kind of get that. I just don't get. Maybe the, that's, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the moment that we don't get that makes this movie so amazing. No. I get Might it, be, and it doesn't fucking. <laughs> just from a fashion standpoint, I guess. Or like being like, I don't know. I'll just be like, hey, I only wanted to buy I don't you know one, many... but I want to be an idiot. But I just think you and one of these earrings really match up nice. I just don't know many people that wear one type of earring and another type of earring. Oh, well, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be another type of earring, but just that one I earring, li- you know? I just like his uh, dad joke of calling for the, uh, alcoholic dad joke of calling for the waitress as, nurse, <laughs> nurse. Yeah. And then he that's like as he's coffee, like, ah, though, too. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's ah. ridiculous. It's, ah. very, it's very vampire's kiss. Oh, my God. It's like, mm, holy shit. Shit. But what he says so then, in her ear, did you turn on the subtitles and listen? And, no. And, okay. So I I knew the first time around that he was saying something upsetting, obviously, in her ear, how she reacts uh, as a good act, good little actor, good little actress. And uh, But I didn't know what it the fuck he said at all. So yeah. I turned on the subtitles and he says, you'll be able to feel it hot and sharp in your ear ear as one mm. of the brothers pushes your face down in the penthouse pillows. Yeah. He, oh, met, he was talking of the earring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's one of the, it's one of, it's like the line no. with the the uh when he talks to the prostitute at first, what is it? The um go it goes well with the big picture. Yes, yeah. L- line. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those where you're like, whoa, okay, bud. All right, calm down. Good line, honestly though. Yeah, yeah. Like if the whole movie had the first one better than this one, but uh, also it's just I don't know it. That that's like a character development kind of thing, which like almost makes you like okay, he actually cares for her. Like that's what that scene kind of establishes. Yeah, uh, which is strange. Well, I mean, it just kind of establishes the same way that she's she promises to not care about his alcoholism and he promises to not care about her yeah. being a prostitute and then they both, both compromise that can't yeah can't not care it's true man this is a good movie <laughs> oh, what's weird is so like, when you talk about it 
when you talk about it and we and you take out your edit like our editorializations, well, yes, well, yes. We're, like we're simplifying it, which well, is if you you have to make it into a simple story because it's not fluid. Well, you know what I'm saying, but like when you distill it to just like a conversation, you, you basically are describing it. Mm. It sounds good. Like it sounds like this is a harrowing ta- tale of alcoholism. We could choose all the best parts of the things that we said, and it would make it. Yeah, it would make it that but, way. But I, I, what I'm saying though, I mean, it isn't that. It is by no means that. It's it's a failure in in like every like sense. I think, like <laughs> except, except for, for the acting, <laughs> except for the well, acting. See, that's the, the, see, the, that's one of the things is like. You take out, but the you 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 take the story away from the silliness of the acting, and it's like, okay, yep, could sound like a good story, but then one of the things we we have credited in this is the acting. <laughs> like we're like, yeah, it's really good acting, but then if you take the acting away, it's a really good story. No, 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 no that's if you all, put them both together, then both are terrible. That, that's not what I'm saying. It's not a it's not a good it's not a good story because there's no fucking story going on. It's it's simply acting. It's just a character study. There's like the story is he goes to kill himself, he meets a prostitute. And then and then they form a bond. Like, there, but there's no conflicts, really, other than, like, he's trying to kill himself. Like, you were right. Like, Yuri's the only conflict, and he gets taken out. The yeah. story's... There is no story. It's bullshit. It's it's simply good acting. Yes. Um, there's, there's interactions between actors throughout the movie. But there are better movies, like, that are character studies. This doesn't have, like, a, a directorial... Like, the director is just like, here's a good thing I saw in one movie. Here's a good thing I saw in another movie. Like it's what it feels like. It's it's just and then like adding like slow motion scenes of them kissing in the pool. And there, <laughs> there's random like shots of just like Vegas lights or animations like in That's the middle weird of when kissing. he gets punched again. Just yeah, very film schooly. It just yeah, like, it's, it was like oh this will this this can work and this will be cool. This has worked in other things, but this will work here. And it but there's no cohesion. No, I, I think the problem with this movie isn't isn't necessarily the lack of story. And it's definitely not the acting. It's the lack of cohesion from the director. Like, I would agree. Like, there's a that. way to. There to, are some things, but man, the editing and the fucking directing probably just can fuck off. Well, and, and then, the fucking <laughs> songwriter. Yeah, well, they <laughs> fuck that song. Fuck the songs. Fuck the music. The very thought of loving you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the movie was shot without like, like, uh, location releases and stuff. So like when they're in Vegas and they're just like on the strip and all those sequences there, they did it in like a take. Mm-hmm. He's just like on the street handheld in a take. Cause they, they could get pulled over by police at any moment. Like, hell, hell yeah. so it's so we did on operation shakedown. <laughs> <laughs> well, if operation shakedown, it had, you know, been seen by the academy we might be talking here because <laughs> apparently well, I mean, that also, works <laughs> we also had a fake cop light on top of a uh, black impala so that probably wasn't a good idea <laughs> whatever i mean they did it in an academy <laughs> award-winning film so um yeah it's just so it's just someone with an idea who just got the fucking green light and just was like all right <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You on board? You on board? Perfect. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing. We're going to adapt this book, okay? <laughs> it's, like, come with me. I'm Mike Figgis. It's kind of amazing that it it came out even halfway good. 
Like, it's not bad. Shut the fuck up, Chase. It's not bad. Shut the fuck up. It's so bad. As we're talking about it, it's watch bad. it again. It's so bad. No, no, you no. know it's so bad. It's it hurts. It hurts. It doesn't matter what the story is. As a movie, which is what we are, we're a goddamn movie podcast. This movie sucks. It hurts so much to watch. So I can understand, you know, we got to get to the bottom of the story and everything. But as a movie, holy fucking fuck. This is a goddamn terrible movie. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's my I whole felt, my whole I drunken ramble is deep uh, inside. So I had to say, <laughs> my whole drunken ramble is that it doesn't work as a movie at all. No, it does not. And I can see influences and what made this thing happen, and maybe not even why people regard it as a great film, but halfway. I can see maybe how they regard it as a great film. It's <laughs> and if that's what you're saying, then okay. This film is a con. It's a contradiction. It's a fucking contradiction. <laughs> this film is a paradox, man. <laughs> it's not a paradox. It's a goddamn contradiction. A <laughs> it's a fucking bullshit movie. This is a bullshit artist. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's fucking move on. Goddamn. Let's just talk about them when they go to the desert. Let's not even... Okay, like, yeah. yeah. They like go when, to the desert. Okay. When they go that's, to the desert. That's right after they start being sassy to each other. Yeah, I mean, it's like she goes out to work for the night, and then... She's like, you know, she why don't we me. just go to the desert? I know a place in like, the hey, desert. yeah, let's fucking do it, baby. And they're watching <laughs> the third man by the pool when they get there, mm. which I've never known in, a, in a, any hotel that lets you roll your TV out by the pool. Um, <laughs> hey, even in the 90s and I stayed in hotels in the I'm 90s. sure it's happened before come on yeah I'm sure but like whatever so they're watching the third man have no idea what the significance of that is <laughs> nope. don't don't even know if it's significant it's a film student move <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the third man it's, a, it's like practically a film noir it's a Carol Reed movie it's, it's a fantastic. great movie I love it yeah fantastic film <laughs> I gotta n- say Chase I love that film has nothing to do Why with it what's happening who knows uh, has nothing to do with cares? what's happening right <laughs> Academy <laughs> Academy hey guys we like classic movies who cares oh, shit, we're about third to see man? Elizabeth shoes titties great you know how you snubbed Orson Welles <laughs> well here's an Orson Welles movie you know fuck you Academy <laughs> <laughs> no fuck you Mike Figgis <laughs> Fuck you, Mike Figgis. Orson Welles made Touch of Evil, so go fuck yourself. But yeah, so this is this is the uh, scene that we fulfill our whiskey fantasy. Uh, the black bathing suit. My God, I won't say anything else. Had to fast forward through that scene at work, must I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I just let it play. I uh, well, I'm well at work. I'm on a computer inside a news station, and uh, the news like, breaking news. Chase is watching me. porn. <laughs> the weather guy is sitting right next to me, <clears> and <throat> I'm like, "Have you ever seen Leaving Las Vegas? Lucius's shoes kind of hot." <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Shoe. Elizabeth Shoe. So, yeah. So, Elizabeth Shoe's pouring whiskey into Nick Cage's mouth and on herself. And the and fantasy is happening. Yeah, that's the happens. fantasy and from she's earlier. sucking them titties, and then they're about to go back to the room, and he's like, oh, let me grab him a bottle, and then fucking whoop, 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 <laughs> smashes through the glass fucking table, and just... 
I'm a prickly pear. Well, he says, oh. he goes, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm a prickly pear. And he goes, I, yeah. I'm kind of like a prickly pear. <laughs> yeah. That's so uh, fucking good. I can't believe I've, like, from all the clips there are on the internet, like compilation videos of Nick Cage, there's so many that I have not seen. <laughs> and that's definitely one that belongs on there. Yeah. It's like, oh. Kind of like a prickly pear. Fuck. It's so that's fucking funny. great. And then that woman tells him to fuck off. Okay. Yeah, well, she, yeah, t- she, she tells him. It, it's it's so say, nice at first. And then it is. It, it's when the conversation turns is she says, yeah, we get a lot of screw-ups here. Yeah. And that's when it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you just you don't worry about paying for anything. You just uh, go back to your room and check out tomorrow. Um, and don't worry about cutting your cutting your hand, pretty little hands on the glass. Yeah. It, it, like, that Fucking made me bitch. think of, like, a... I was like, wait, like, like, because they would sue? Or like I was, I was, I was, I was thinking I was like, is it is she worried about AIDS? That's yeah. what that's what I heard you say. You thought, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I don't know. I th- I think uh, you I, might be right. I think you might be right. I think it was throwing some shade and insinuating like I don't want your like hoary hands like getting giving me AIDS basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I didn't that's think that, but getting. that would make sense as well. Around the time, you know, it was, it was 95, it was 95. But still, like, but still AIDS. Yeah, still, big, still AIDS, for sure. Thing. Still people being shitty about it. We weren't into the live strong times yet, you know? Yeah. We weren't into the cancer Testicle age. man. The cancer age. <laughs> Look, yeah. it's testicle man. Ride your bike. And now we're into, <laughs> now we're into the depression. It's off to the age. left. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking heroin addict age. Yeah, fun, 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 and opioid, opioid crisis. Yeah, and we'll talk about crisis. anything to avoid crisis. talking yeah. about this movie <laughs> <laughs> because the movie doesn't go on for much longer. Oh. They get okay. We can sum up this movie in like I can do it in, in I can do it in thirty seconds. Somebody time <laughs> me. I'll do it in thirty seconds. Okay. <laughs> they you ready. They get back. Wait, you ready? Go. They get back from the hotel. They get into a, a, a fight over dinner because she asks him to go to the doctor and he eats an ice cube. And then he goes out and fucks Mariska Hargitay after playing cube. craps. And then she comes home and kicks them out. Then she gets raped by a bunch of college dudes. Then she goes and finds him at his hotel. Then they have sex. Then he dies. Then the movie's over. <laughs> Boom. 30 seconds. 25 seconds. Boom. <laughs> It's true. That's all that happens, and there's there's not much fun in those <laughs> in those last twenty five minutes. It's pretty awful. <laughs> twenty five seconds, twenty five minutes. Um, but he does. But in that time, he does get a nice Yugo deathgasm, <laughs> like in uh, like in fucking. Uh, Is it that good? Le Grand Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw the end once. He doesn't <laughs> die quite after she fucks him. No, he doesn't die quite then, but I like to pretend that well, he does. Well, I wrote down when I was watching it, because it was the second time I was watching it when I would when I took my notes. And when I was like in that scene, I just wrote down, and they fuck as he dies. And then I kept watching it, and I was like, oh. So I wrote, oh, like, so nope. she falls asleep <laughs> on him. He isn't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I write down, Wow. <laughs> Dies. 
Wow. And then he dies. And then she wakes up and then, yeah. And then, and then she has some more bullshit therapy, <laughs> not therapy. Yeah. And then she's like, I really loved him. And then there's a shot of him on the strip and then it freeze frames and then it's the end of the movie. Ugh. So gross. It's, it's, uh... The last 25 minutes, probably the most real, but like, it just doesn't, it, there's no fun from Nicolas Cage anymore. And the film isn't wrapping up in a way that makes you feel wholesome or full (laughs) of anything, any sort of content. So it's like, those are probably are the best like acted scenes just because it's fucking tragic as shit. I mean, it's well, it's well acted. Nicolas Cage having the shakes when the she gets to the hotel, and like, I mean, yeah, he's like, and and like her even going to the casino right at the very end, trying to find him, and then she gets kicked out, and the guy's like, "It'll be worse next time for you," and then she just turns around and walks back into his face, and then like spits leaves. in it, yeah, and spits on him, and that's stuff. the like, same casino that they got kicked out of when he was like super when he got cut, cut off. off. I Correct. I assume, but. In that scene, when he gets like in, when we didn't talk about that one scene, no, when he, not. when he, they go gambling. She's like, "Let's go gambling," and he fucking They're destroys the, the table. table. So yeah. I, tur- like, had my headphones on. I turned the volume all the way up on my computer and rewound that scene. Yep. Yeah, I, I and I could not hear. I heard him order a Bloody Mary. Yep. And then I can't hear what she says, but it does. She not looks sound. favorable. Yeah. She looks. She's like, like she's like okay. Oh, yeah, I will get you a Bloody Mary. And then <laughs> and he it goes, doesn't make what? What? I no. don't understand what's happening. Like I would assume that he's getting cut off, but it doesn't make any Any goddamn sense yeah i was like (laughs) she didn't cut him off no like yeah okay i'm glad i'm not crazy no like i was like she does not second time because first time around i didn't quite catch it second time around i was like uh all right (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah yeah no it's totally fucking dumb super weird all right, cool. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not insane. No, you're not insane. <laughs> you're not insane. We're all, we all feel insane though that this movie got yeah. dominated and got some best acting Golden Globes and Oscars <laughs> presented to Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is <gasps> oh, so, our subject. Like, I will give it. I will give it this. I will give it this. If you've never seen this movie, and you go into this movie knowing that it has critical acclaim. And you go into this movie searching for that. This movie technically has layers because you'll watch it three or four times before you realize that this movie doesn't have layers and that you didn't miss anything and that there's no real reason for it to have so much critical acclaim. Yeah, exactly. It's scary. The only reason for it to have critical acclaim is that Elizabeth Shue and Nicolas Cage like performed well. And even then, it's not worth. It's not worth. Like I think I don't know about Elizabeth Shue, but I know Nicolas Cage has done better performances in other movies. But didn't they get nominated for for like uh, best film actor, director, and actress? I think so. And yeah, I think so. And I, I, we haven't mentioned yet the song, the song, that fucking song, is done by Sting. And I don't remember the name of it. Sting sings, uh, 
the very thought of loving you, girl. My one and only love. <laughs> That's oh a place over it's and so over It's so fucking again. terrible. The very thought of you makes my heart sing like an April breeze on the wings of spring and you appear in all your splendor he goes my one and only Oh, you're like, oh my god, I want to fucking die. (laughs) So, yeah, this movie is Oscar Beatty as fuck, too. Like, it almost, I feel like it's capitalizing on that indie cinema, like, renaissance that was happening in the mid-90s. Yeah, Yeah, it it must have been. Because, like, it's, there's no other explanation. (laughs) I need to look up the budget. I, that's something I, I'm ill-prepared. I am sorry, guys. I was <laughs> ill-prepared. I did not look up the budget of this movie. But all I know is they, they shot this on 16 millimeter. They didn't get location permits. No. They, like, they shot it on the, like, the, the fucking seat of the, like, the... the this is Nicholas Cage. See their fans. Like, they were just flying <laughs> through this shit, right? They're using fucking makeup tests as her therapy sessions, which is the foundation of her character. Like, and it's, they did not think to shoot that. They just were like editing and like, oh, we need this. Well, fuck you, you asshole. So you didn't think? What, what was your script like? Um, were you thinking? Were you even what was thinking? The script like? You were like, you're like the film's dad. Yeah. What were you thinking? So like, I need to look up the budget. But like, if the budget was big enough then they were fucking bullshitting and i have a feeling they were bullshitting on this movie man like not nicholas cage not elizabeth shue just the the director and the producers capitalizing on that like we made an indie movie yeah maybe (laughs) honestly i think that if it like so far as we've gone through these nicholas cage movies we've only got up to two vampire's kiss is more deserving of an oscar than this movie is for sure (laughs) and that's saying something (laughs) For sure, dude. It has it has much more. This going movie for cost it. four million dollars. <laughs> Jump change. <laughs> Let's see what Pulp Fiction's budget was. Let's just what do see. you think, Pulp Fiction? I'm terrible with budgets. What do you oh. think it is? What do you oh. think it is, Dan? What do you think it is, Dan? Oh, I've no. I've no, no, you no guess. Idea. Guess you fuck. Position? Guess you fuck. Hey, we'll give you big toe. We'll give you big toe. 175. Uh, Wait, uh, f- 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 $5.4 billion for a wall. $5.4 billion for a wall. <laughs> All right, what do All you right, think Pulp Fiction was? Whatever. Fuck you, Dan. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 25 mil. 8.5 mil. No, oh, I'm a fucking crazy freak. It was double the budget of, of leaving Las Vegas. I don't know how much things cost. I'm just like, yeah, Samuel Jackson's in it. You got to give him a lot. <laughs> you have to think too, though. You have to think too. There were two main characters in Leaving Las Vegas. There were like a dozen main characters in Pulp Fiction, all big name actors. So the fact that yeah, he did that no, on double the budget. There's not even a comparison, really. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact he did that on double the budget. There's, it's not even a thing we should be talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I, I feel like I've been fucking ripped off by some fucking con man by this movie. 
God, Con Air, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. Get off my plane. Fuck you know what I'm talking shit. about. You know, this movie, one. if you, it like, <laughs> I would say if you are a Nicolas Cage fan and you just haven't seen this, um, I consider myself then a you're fan. you're probably not a Nicolas Cage many fan. many movies I have not seen, and this is my first time as well on this one. And... Uh, Watch it if you if you're I mean, a Nicolas Cage fan. Watch it. It's not so bad that like it's but unwatchable. Like it's definitely watchable. It's just you should watch it if you like Nicolas Cage. Absolutely, you should definitely it's a watch good time. it. Um, but watching again, who cares? You already saw it. You don't have to. <laughs> we watched it multiple times for you. Just trust us. You didn't miss anything the first time. Too many times. Too many times. Too many times. Dan saw it too, way too many times. You, yeah. How many times yeah. have you seen Vampire's Kiss at this point? You've seen Vampire's yeah. Kiss once? Yeah. You watch Langra Buffet. I've seen <laughs> the darkness. For real. The darkness in the eyes of men, in the eyes of sex workers and Latvian pimps. What are you doing? Oh, the horrors. What? <laughs> what? <clears throat> what? Hello? Dan? Hello? 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 Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. Huh? What'd you say? Who are you talking about? Who's he talking about? Who's he Who's talking it? to? Huh? What? <coughs> I think I've just lost touch with reality uh, talking so much and watching so much of leaving Las Vegas that I just, <laughs> I, I'm going to have trouble reconnecting well, with uh, this, this fucking Well, let's realm shut of it existence. down. Let's shut it down. Well, good for you. <laughs> Lucky for you, we're doing. Bad Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans next week. Woo! Woo! So I'm excited, honestly, for it. For those who don't know... A lot of times when I'm excited, it's a bad sign. <laughs> no, I've seen Port of Call New Orleans. It's a good movie. It's fun. Nicholas Chase, Chase is a wild card. I'm a wild card. You like a lot of movies, Chase. You like a lot of movies, bud. How many times have I led you astray? <laughs> How many times? On this podcast? Uh, Mr. Nobody. <laughs> Mr. Nobody. And that counts as like fucking 20,000. Okay, Mr. Nobody was at a time in my formative youth. And on, formative se- youth. on second viewing, I said, goddamn garbage. I declared okay, goddamn garbage. Okay, but just, just real quick. Wasn't your formative youth only like a year before we watched it a second time? <laughs> yes. But things have changed since then. That was six okay. years ago. This is a big maturing okay. year. Six he years growth, ago. Yeah. He had a growth yes, spurt. Yes, yes. He grew, it was a long time ago. He grew a set of two centimeters. On this podcast, whenever I led you astray, we've watched all that jazz. We've watched Tampopo. I don't know if you saw Tampopo, but we watched Tampopo. You watched Tampopo, you little motherfucker. You gotta fucking get up to the Tampopo. references, bro. <laughs> watch every movie I watch. And vice versa. <laughs> all right well, well uh <laughs> well okay all what i want to say about port of call new orleans it's a crack addict nicholas cage i love it crack addict not alcoholic Ooh. he was an alcoholic too and he's a crack <laughs> addict and he likes hookers and he likes to kill old women and it's he's in a, he's got authority and he's a cop <laughs> He's a lieutenant. Okay. Oh, so he'll finally put a little life into a performance. Thank God. It's it's Venezac. We're gonna see mini lizards and mini Vegerman. Are you doing Australian Mini lizards, lizards, New Zealand. He's one of my favorite documentarians, and I am a big fan. Yes, I so yes, I am very excited to see this, despite what my voice 
Might allude to. <laughs> um, I do want to point out that Bad Lieutenant is a remake of another movie. Harvey. <laughs> Bless you. With, with Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Bless you. With Harvey Keitel. Bless you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> with Harvey Keitel and uh, directed by Abel Ferreira. Um, and it is uh, much more unhinged if you watch that movie than the Nicolas Cage version, although the Nicolas Cage version is unhinged. I have not watched it, and let's see if I do before next week. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old one. The old one. I have it on My dear boy. DVD. You can <laughs> borrow it if you want. I don't have a damn DVD player. What are you? <laughs> do iPhones have DVD players? You damn millennials. <laughs> What's a DVD, Dad? You old fart. <laughs> you, fuck you, son. You'll you never know what disc? it was like to own physical media. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're doing Nicholas Cage month. <laughs> Cage uncaged, baby. Cage uncaged. Cage uncaged. Cage uncaged. <laughs> I have to make that into an image somehow. Yeah, cage on cage, baby. Cajun, cage on cage. Yeah. Cage on cage on cage. Cajun, Cajun, cage on cage, cage. Yeah, Cajun, cage on cage. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's the new song. Cajun, cage on cage. Can we just end it right there? <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> It's so fucked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think, all we've got to say on that matter, and it was a good bit. Um, yes. Though, in the end, it was really nothing at all. Um, yeah, what a bullshit movie. But, <laughs> but until next week, we love you. We miss you already. But fuck you. That, 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 that's all, fuckers. My one and only.